Welcome to the Founder Podcast, where we explore the journeys of some of the most successful and inspiring entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm your host, Chris Lee, a serial entrepreneur with a passion for building and growing businesses. Throughout my career, I founded multiple nine-figure businesses and learned a thing or two about what it takes to succeed in the world of business. I want to share those lessons with you by searching out the coolest guests on planet Earth and have them share their own incredible stories. But this podcast, it's not just for entrepreneurs. It's for anyone that's looking to be inspired by these stories of people who have overcome incredible odds and create something truly remarkable. So join me on this journey as we explore the fascinating world of entrepreneurship and meet the founders that are shaping it today. Let's dive in. Yo, 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 what's going on? Chris Lee coming at you. Thank you so much for, one, first of all, watching or listening to this episode. Second of all, for any of my followers, subscribers that have been uh, joining with me thus far in this journey, it's been absolutely phenomenal. So as you guys have noticed, I've, I have a little bit of a trend. I bring on guests. We talk with incredible founders, and then I get an opportunity to talk about some of my personal reflections, some of the things that have made my journey absolutely incredible along the way. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you one of them, and it is what I call the perfect normal day. Now, you may be asking, what the heck is the perfect normal day? Well, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's exactly what it sounds like. It is the perfect day, but adding in normal, meaning that if you had to live this day for the rest of your life, would you ultimately accomplish the goals that you are on the path to create? And so this is a little exercise that I have walked my salespeople, employees, myself through multiple times that has extremely helped me in improving my habits and really improving my life. And now let me give you a little caveat. This is not the perfect day. A perfect day for me, would be pretty simple. It would be me sitting on the beach, hanging with my kids, my wife. We'd be sipping pina coladas, uh, and our uh, virgin, of course, uh, ice cold lemonades. We would be sun tanning, you know, boogie boarding, maybe snorkeling around on a on a beautiful beach, eating great food, uh, really enjoying time with my kids, doing all these amazing, incredible things. Maybe watch a movie. And then I would make love to my wife, and that would be it. That would be the perfect day. The only problem is if I live that day for the rest of my life, I would be really misaligned with the four areas of my life. And when I talk about the four areas of my life, it's ASEP, Association, Spirituality, Economics, and Physique. Those are the four areas in which you must impact every single day in order to feel and be successful as a human being. We're not just talking about the economics. A lot of people, they define success as money. This is absolutely not that. Economics is definitely a part. It's one of the four quadrants and is absolutely required in order to really experience full success. But it's only one of the quadrants, right? We're talking associations. We're talking about relationships with your kids, your wife, your friends, your family, anybody that you associate with. That is absolutely imperative. Spirituality. No matter what your beliefs are, we are spiritual beings that are here having a physical existence. 
And so for me, I believe my spirituality is connected with God. Some of you may call it universe. Some of you may call it whatever, but we are spiritual beings and we must address that spiritual being on a daily basis. Then once again, economics and the last one, physique. This right here is the way that we experience everything. And, and one of the questions I love to ask in regards to this, out of those four, what do you think is the most important? Whenever I ask that question, so I want you to think about that for a second. Out of association, spirituality, economic, and physique, which is the most important out of those four? No matter what answer you come up with, it's going to be a great answer. But what I've come to realize is that the fourth one, physique, is the most important. And the reason is because this physical body right here is the way we experience everything else, the way we experience our relationships, our associations, the way we feel the spirit, the way we are able to go out and execute in our job. If this thing is not aligned, I don't care how, you know, how great you are in everything else. Because the reality is, if I am four or 500 pounds, I cannot enjoy the association that I have with my kid throwing and playing catch. It's absolutely impossible. If I am just stuffing my face with food, how sensitive am I going to be to my spiritual side? And if I cannot execute discipline and exercise discipline at the dinner table, how disciplined am I going to be when I have to knock one more door, make one more call, do one more assignment, fill out one more spreadsheet? The reality is the physical, the physique, this is the way that we learn things about ourselves and then manifest in the other three areas. And the one thing that I've learned, if a principle is true, no matter what, it will apply to all four areas of life, right? If a principle of taking on the pain right now and, and pushing off the fake fruits for real fruit later that is the same principle that applies to fitness, the same principle that is, applies to spirituality, the same that applies to our economics. They are, they have to. And the beauty of it is if you get really good at one thing, right? If you go and you work out and you do these incredible things to take care of your body, those will naturally trickle over to everything. It is impossible to exercise discipline, eat right, take care of your fitness and for it not to impact everything else. I can promise you that is something that I have learned over the many years and one thing I truly believe. And so here's the deal. This mind right here and this heart right here, sometimes they're connected, sometimes they're very far disconnected. And in one of my previous episodes, I talked about how I believe that the mind is an external emotion acting on who we really are, which is our heart, okay? and so. What I need you to do for this perfect normal day exercise is when you are feeling motivated, when you have the emotion, you're just feeling like it, right? Emotionally, you're in check. Everything's good. What I want you to do is take those four areas of life and write down your goals. Okay. You have to do it when you're feeling motivated, when you're feeling good, when you're feeling right, whether it's after listening to one of my podcasts, getting amped up on a great book, a great song, whatever it is, right? You're going to break it down. Okay. And you're saying, what do I want to accomplish in my lifetime, right? What are the end fruits of these different things? 12% body fat, $10 million in my bank account, a uh, great relationship with my wife, 
whatever it is, whatever the end results that we each desire in those four areas of life. And then what you want to do is after you've done that and you're very clear on what you want and get deep and direct, most of your goals are crap. Okay. Most of your goals have been given to you by society. Society has told you, this is how much money you should make. If, if I asked you right now, how much money do you want to make this year? And your answer is a round number. Well, I want to make six figures. I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. I want to make $250,000. That ain't your goal. I can promise you that ain't your goal because if it's a round number, you are just doing what society told you is a great goal or whatever you maybe have thought of, but you actually haven't done the work to think about, okay, what do I really need to make in order to accomplish my goals? And not just the money. Okay. What's behind the money? What is your nut? What do you got to cover? Is it $65,000 a year to cover your nut? Okay, and so with the um, additional $35,000, what are you going to do? You're going to pay tithing. You're going to do this, 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 and this. I need to put $23,232 away towards this investment every single year or whatever it may be, right? Ask why or how or more detail when it comes to your goals. Too many of us are living very surface level with our goals. We are not asking the why, the how, like, why do I want to make that much money? Because the reality is, is my goals cannot be your goals and your goals cannot be Larry's goals down the street. They all have to be different. If I have a goal to have an incredible relationship with this particular person, you can't have that same goal. And so the same thing goes with money. The same thing goes with spirituality. Be your own self. Why do you want to accomplish what you want? Is it because your mom told you? Is it because your dad or society or your teacher or a mentor told you? Happiness is defined by who we are and the way we view life, right? And some of us are going to be happy and satisfied with accomplishing X and others, no, right? And so your goals have to be yours. And so get really deep into like, what are my goals and why do I want this for my life? What am I trying to accomplish? What do I want to do with money? Do I want to go and start a charity? And with that charity, what do I want to do with that charity? Do I want to build homes in third world countries? Do I want to create a backpack for the homeless? Do I want to do X, Y, or Z? Why do I need to work so many hours, right? My good friend Alex Ramosi talks about we got to eliminate the word should. There is nothing should about life. Okay. You shouldn't do anything just because somebody else is doing. You need to figure out you. What do you want? What drives you? What motivates you? What gets you out of bed? What gets you excited? Casey Ball in one of my previous episodes talk, talks about like identifying who you are. Like, who am I? What are my different identities that I tell myself every single day? What are the opportunities that I have and what gets me excited every single day? Okay. So with that, break out your association, spirituality, economic physique, and get really detailed. Know exactly what you want. Like for example, my spirituality, I want to see God face to face. You guys may laugh at that or whatever, but like that is a goal of mine. And I'm going to do things on a daily basis that are going to align me with that goal and that end result. Okay. So once you have your your goals or whatever, whatever they are. Like for me, I want to do a million dollars a month towards charity like that. That is a goal of mine. And like, and the reason I want to do that, because I know the value that I can create with that million dollars a month. And I have like extreme details of what I would do with that million dollars every single month. 
right? So understanding, because the clearer you get with a goal, the clearer the action plan is going to be and the clearer the action, the easier it is to take, right? When we are walking into a dark tunnel and we don't see any light at the end of the tunnel, we are not motivated to keep going because we have no idea if my next step is actually making progress. But if I can see the light, I know exactly how many steps it's going to take to get there. I am motivated to push to the next step. Okay. Okay. So unwind back to the associations, association, spirituality, economic, and physique. I need to dial in what my goals are. And then this is where the perfect normal day comes in. The perfect normal day, you got to ask yourself, if I were to live this day on repeat, we're talking Groundhog's Day, for the rest of my life, would I accomplish these goals? If the answer is no, you need to rethink your perfect normal day. Okay. If the answer is yes, if these things compound over and over and over again, I will get to this. Now you're, now you're starting. Okay. And so with the perfect normal day, what you're going to do is you're going to take out little, little sheet of paper and you're going to write, okay, what time would I wake up? Right. If I'm trying to live the perfect normal day and I got to make sure that the bills are paid, relationships are taken care of spirituality, right? My physique, everything like that. What time would I wake up? Okay. Is it 5 a.m.? Is it 7 a.m.? I don't know. What works for you? Where, what are your goals? And, and so would I wake up at 5 a.m.? At 5 a.m., what would I do? Okay. So for me, my perfect normal day looks like I would wake up at 5.30 a.m. Immediately, I am going to get dressed and prepare myself for the gym. During that, I am going to take a caffeine of some, some level, usually a pre-workout. Okay. And then for me, whether I'm going to the physical gym or the gym here at my home is determines what the next few steps are on my way to the gym. I'm going to say up a a prayer to my maker, to my God. Okay. And I'm going to go and work out. I'm going to do a lift and I'm going to do, and I'm going to do some sort of running or elliptical or whatever it may be total an hour and a half. And then I'm going to do, um, you know, I, then I'm going to spend time in, in the hot tub and the sauna and this, that, and the other. And you dial it in literally hour by hour. And what my morning routine and your morning routine and my daily routine, whatever, is completely different, right? But at the end of the day, when you, when you dial that in and it's just, I mean, we're talking perfect. And now you may not know exactly what you're going to do today, but you can have things like RGAs, rent revenue generated at generating activities. Like for example, if you're a business owner or a salesperson or whatever it may be, and you make certain phone calls or you knock doors or you do different things that generate revenue, you can have a, you can have a time slot, two hours, four hours, whatever it may be for RGAs. And then you can have preparation, you can have study, you can have all these different things. Okay. But you have to make sure that all four of those areas are covered. Am I doing something that is going to fully engage with my, with my associations? And so one of my, you may have heard on, on one of my previous podcasts, but one of my mentors, Travis, he taught me this, this methodology in which he talks about the full pie. Okay. And the full pie means is a lot of times we look at life as one pie and we split it up and we're like, okay, relationship, spirituality, do, 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 do. And we kind of take the little piece or whatnot. 
what you have to do is you have to look at each of these things as a full pie itself. And when you are there, it is all about impact. It's not about time. It's about impact. Okay. And you have to be eat the whole pie. What I love to say is motorboat that sucker, like be fully engaged, fully in it, be present because you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you go to the gym and you're texting your friends or you're on the phone or whatnot, and you spend two hours at the gym, but you only really get like 15 to 20 minutes of a workout. Did you really work out two hours? It doesn't matter how much time it was. It was like, what was the impact? Like you can go and do a 15 minute CrossFit session and be way more impactful than a two hour gym session in which you were distracted. Or for example, you're at home with your kids, right? You're spending time with your kids and they're telling you a story and you're halfway engaged and you're kind of, you got your cell phone. You're like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you're texting like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow. I can't believe that. And just because you can repeat back to them what they said, doesn't mean you were paying attention. Come on, man. I already know. I know that trick. I know that trick as a, as a spouse, as a husband, as a father, right? Like my wife knows that when I just like repeat back to her, that doesn't mean I was listening. Okay. So you put this sucker down, right? Put that cell phone down and you fully engage. And for me, if I am fully engaged with my kids for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, that is so much more valuable than two hours of distracted time that I spent with them on the couch. Okay. If I'm out there and I'm throwing the baseball or, or jumping on the trampoline or whatever it is, playing a game, fully engaged, nothing else matters, right? I'm not working, worrying about my fitness. I ain't worrying about building my business. I'm not, I'm not worried about connecting with God. I'm connecting with my child in this very moment. That's what matters. Okay. And you have to have each of those things dialed in. How much time would I spend with my kids? How, when would I spend that time? When would I eat? How much time would I do to eating, right? And then you create that, and it's a perfect normal day. And once again, if you can answer the question, if I had to live this day for the rest of my life, would it accomplish my BHAGs, my big, hairy, audacious goals that are with my association, spirituality, economic physique? Would it address all of those? And if it's compounded over and over again and the answer is yes, congratulations, you have completed the first part of a perfect normal day. Once you've already done that, then you can start going into a little bit more detail. Okay. Maybe not every single day is going to look the same. What would a perfect normal Saturday look like? What would be a perfect normal Sunday, perfect normal weekend? Like, for example, on Sundays, I don't work. I don't address my economics. Okay, what would a perfect normal Sunday would look like? And then we have, so we have a perfect normal week, perfect normal month, perfect normal year. Now we're getting somewhere, okay? So you have this fully detailed. This is only part of it, right? This is when you're feeling motivated, everything aligns or, and whatnot. The next part, is the little psych, uh, psyche games that you have to play in the moment to actually get crap done. And what do I mean by that? Okay. As an entrepreneur, as a pursuer of greatness, you have to have little things, little games, right? You got to look at the thing as a game, as Alex Ramosi would talk about in his podcast, the game, right? You got to look at his life as the game or uh, attacking this perfect normal day as a game. And you got to have rewards and punishments and whatever it may be. So 
the one thing that I always have to do is once I have that in and I dial it in and I put it into my phone and I know exactly what I should be doing. And here's the funny thing is we all know what we should be doing, right? It's never a question of like what I should do. It's actually doing it. Okay. So, but now I've gotten really detailed. I'm really dialed in. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know exactly how many steps it's going to take to get to the accomplished goal. So then comes the hard part. It's actually doing it. Okay. And there are two questions that I ask myself in every circumstance when I just don't feel like it. Because the reality is, is the better you get, the better the excuses get. Okay. I've already accomplished enough. I've already, nobody expects any more out of me today. Nobody is going to um, look at me any different. What if I just miss this day or whatever, right? We have these psyche games, these mental games that we're playing. And this is where I'm talking about that the, we've got to view our brain as not part of us. It's an external force trying to act on who we really are inside the heart, right? Disconnect those things. Realize that just because it ran through my mind doesn't mean that's me, right? It's just something trying to tempt me, trying, trying to keep me down, okay? Then I got to ask myself two questions. You may have heard me say this before. One, what should I be doing now, okay? What should I be doing now? Boom, pull out my perfect normal day. Oh, dang. Looks like I'm supposed to be doing revenue generating activities. And so if I'm in the door knocking game, supposed to be knocking doors. Or if I'm in the marketing game, I'm supposed to be writing ads. Or if I'm a doctor, I'm supposed to be actively trying to get new patients or working on patients or whatever it may be, right? Like, okay, boom. What am I supposed to be doing right now? Question number two, am I physically capable and able of doing it? Look down, my legs broke and my tongue still in my mouth. <laughs> for those going to hear me, is my tongue still in my mouth, right? Like, can I talk? Can I keep moving? Can I put one foot in front of the other? Can I pull out the pen? Can I sign the contract? Uh, and can I, can I sign a customer up and get them to sign the contract, right? Like, can I physically, am I physically able to do it? And if the answer is yes, you just shut the mind up. It's like, shut up. That's an external factor working on me. I'm physically able to do it. And you do it. Okay. And this sounds so simple and so easy. And I promise you, it is if you can just distinguish that the mind is an external factor acting on me. And I am never going to feel like it. I can promise you, as an entrepreneur, as a pursuer of greatness, as somebody that is trying to improve their life physically, mentally, emotionally, 99 times out of 100, you will not feel like doing it. And that will never go away. What, what separates greatness from mediocrity isn't the level of excuses. It's how they handle those excuses. You will always have excuses. In fact, like I said, the better you get, the better the excuses will be. You will never stop suffering from temptation and excuses. That is a fallacy that you have created in your mind that somehow the people that are great are not tempted. They do not have excuses. We all have them. The difference is we figured out how to separate it and realize that's not me with the excuse. This is me. And, and me always act and I do what you're physically able to do and not what you're mentally able to do, right? You guys have heard me talk about this when I was knocking doors. Do what you're physically able to do, not what you're mentally able to do. Do what you're physically able to do. I would repeat this to myself 
over and over and over again. It works in the weight room. Okay. I have two more reps, right? And mentally I'm like, I can't do it anymore. Do what you're physically able to do, not what you're mentally able to do. Do what you're physically able to do, not what you're mentally able to do. Okay. I know I need to do X now. Next. Are my legs broken? No, I can keep walking. I can make one more phone call. I can write one more page. I can put on the music and, and, and dial in and, and get, just, just go and do it, right? Just as Nike said, just do it. But not just do it. Forget the mental side. Forget the excuses and ask yourself, am I physically able to do it? Once again, if the answer is yes, go and get that crap done. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I promise you, this will change your life if you can figure out how to master it. Now, you're not going to be perfect. And it is absolutely imperative that you understand that you should never live in this, this illusion of perfection. Perfection is unattainable, but the pursuit of perfection is where greatness is found. This is what we call excellence. Excellence is the pursuit of perfection and the embracing of the truth. Understanding that I screwed up yesterday. I just screwed up. I messed up this. And living in this point of truth that I am not perfect, but I will continue to do this as best I can. And when I mess up, I will admit to myself, I freaking messed up. It's when we lie to ourselves, it's like, no, I'm doing everything I can. I'm working all the hours. I'm, I'm, I'm trying my very best. Bullcrap. You ain't trying your very best. You ain't putting in, in the full hours. You've somehow convinced yourself, you've, you've self-deceived yourself to think that you put in all the hours, that you're somehow putting in enough time at the gym. Some, you're somehow eating all the right foods. You're, you're somehow tra- treating your spouse correctly. Bullcrap. Are you doing all the dishes when she doesn't ask you to? Are you going and you serving her regardless of what she gives you back? Right? If you aren't doing those things, guess what? You're lying to yourself. And we hate liars. We hate liars, right? Liars, right? God gave us a way to repent and change. And repent and change isn't perfection. It's the pursuit of perfection. And that's all we're here for. And it's a beautiful thing. Guys, if you are picking up something that I'm putting down, I would just ask you to drop a note in the comments if we're on YouTube. If you haven't written a review, please do so. I love reviews, love shares. The only way that this message gets out to the rest of the world is by you sharing it. And I appreciate it. I'm really excited. Got some incredible guests that are going to be coming up this next week. Appreciate and love you. Until next time.